0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is Darren, Mr Dose Fists, Bora da, da, and everything in between. Thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast where you get news, Raw, Smackdown, NXT and pay-per-view reviews. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you know anybody who's a wrestling fan, who likes wrestling and listens to podcasts, please share my podcast. You can listen on iTunes, Spotify and everything in between. My podcast is available absolutely everywhere. My numbers are doing fantastic, so thank you all so much for tuning in and let's get straight into it. Hello everybody, cats and kittens, boys and girls, children of all ages, dad and you, Mr Um, Just, well, a Smackdown review I guess and more news and prep for tonight's WWE NXT War Games. Um, I just want to say one thing right now before I start. When Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief Head of the Table, came back at SummerSlam, and when he won the title the following week at payback at the end of August, I think August the thirtieth was it. Um I just thought, oh Roman Reigns is back, he seems a bit of a heel asshole. He's gonna be bugged to heel, but you know, he's gonna be a coolest fuck dude. Wow. Was I proved wrong? Well, he still kind of is a coolest fuck dude, but what I mean is what a fucking God, the longer the weeks go on, the better this guy gets. And I was like, where's this guy been for the last seven years then? Because when he was the Shield guy with Seth and Dean, I was like, oh, you know, yeah, he's the muscle of the group. He's the biggest. He might be the biggest out of the three star wise because Vince McMahon likes his big guys. And and technically speaking, he, he has been, I, I guess. Um, but this Roman head of the table guy in the last four months, since August, Jesus Christ. The thing with Jimmy Uso, uh, sorry, Jey Uso started off alright, then it went a bit strange, then a hell in a cell, and then, he jo- then Jay Uso joined Roman Reigns and then Survivor Series came around and Jay lost to Smackdown Survivor Series team, but at the end of the day Roman said your consequences. Roman beat Drew with distraction, funky finish, but Roman looked strong as hell. Hell, this is the best Roman Reigns we've ever had. This Roman Reigns is fantastic. I think he's being booked well. I think he's a badass heel, which is amazing. It's hard to do in 2020. Um, How can you turn this guy babyface whenever you feel like doing it, whether it's like a year's time, a month's time, six weeks' time, WrestleMania time? No matter when you do it, it's going to be the hardest thing ever because of no fans at the moment, it's hard to turn someone proper babyface. Like, even though some people have turned babyface in the last 10 months since the COVID started, it has not been a proper turn. Do you know what I mean? Is in, like, it's been successful, but, like, without the fans, the turns are not the best. But It's obviously it's not a WWE's fault. I mean, they, they can't wait until the fans come back to do everything, because they might be there for a long time, and the product can't be on pause or hold. But, Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens' food on SmackDown is just fucking perfect. If they put much effort into Owens and Reigns on the, all the foods on the roster, then why didn't they just do that? Yeah, maybe more work, but come on, us fans deserve a fucking treat. We are being treated to the Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens feud at the moment. I'm glad to see Kevin Owens has taken off his mask, so to speak. So his mask has just been, you know, the happy-go-lucky, fun Kevin Owens who can go in the ring. But now he's taken that mask off and he's gone back to the old 2015 Kevin Owens who debuted in NXT, the ass kicker, the prize fighter. Um, he's got a bit more angrier in the ring. He's bringing out one or two moves that he used to do when he, when he was. Um, a heel, the price fighter Kevin Owens, the pump handle neck breakers, you know the pump handle stuff. Um, I reckon he be doing the pump handle pile drivers soon on the Roman Reigns at TLC. This Kevin Owens, is the Kevin Owens we need. This is the Kevin Owens who should have been world champion, not the Kevin Owens with Chris Jericho, not the Kevin Owens who turn baby face shane mcmahon and say we sick of your crap we don't get tv time i like that guy but the wrestler was just like a watered down version of kevin owens This kevin owens is the ultimate kevin owens he kicks ass he speaks his mind he's more of a threat to the world title i fucking love it pardon my language but i do um smackdown this week again the best show fucking awesome show the a show the epic show it's two hours and sometimes i think it could be his downfall but sometimes it can be his his plus point you know it's kryptonite it can be because some wrestlers don't always get on like i keep repeating this because smackdown's a two-hour show they don't always seem to use all of the roster they have week in week out and like i like i keep saying raw is an extra hour long so more talent can be featured plus raw has main event which is taped before raw so two matches are on there so if you're not on raw at least you're working you know if if you're, you're fucking. A key to Zawas and Arsh and you're not on Raw, you're 95% certain you're going to be on main event. Last week's main event was Jeff Hardy versus Ricochet because they couldn't get him on, on Raw. Not this week, got the week week before, and I was like, wow. So if only they could do, do that more. Like, even on Raw, they go, hey guys, the reason why these guys fight is because Elias took out, I don't know, uh, Ricochet last week on main event after his match and on raw we're going to settle the score like just use main event a little bit more yeah it's a crap show it is a recap show is is a 45 minute show with raw recaps for 35 minutes or 30 minutes and two six seven minute matches between i don't know ricochet and alias or you know lana versus natalia or whatever it is smackdown when he got a two hour show which is a shame because like i said before on, on the news report Smackdown would all about having live wire or heat or velocity back as like you know before Smackdown starts I don't know Cesaro will fight I don't know grand metallic for example you know what I mean or it'll be that'll be the Smackdown highlight show do you know what I mean I think I think that'll be good for Smackdown because Smackdown only only goes talking smack after it which is just an interview show the people who've been on Smackdown who've got an angle going on but like I said before before, so I'm sorry to repeat myself but I think is a valid effort the big E has been on every SmackDown since SmackDown have started back. But because they can't think of anything for him, well, chuck him on the whatever, what is, Velocity, Superstars, whatever it is before SmackDown, they could do. Chuck him on there versus a jobber, just enhance him. At least he can say he worked that night. Do you know what I mean? At least he can say, oh, you know, I didn't make SmackDown, but I was on Superstars or whatever show is going to be. Because I think he'll benefit SmackDown. I think, I think sometimes Baron Corbin I think he's a culprit of being on every other SmackDown or every other two SmackDowns or he'll be on two SmackDowns in a row like, like, like he has been and then he'll be off for two SmackDowns only because it's not because they haven't got anything for him it's because they can't fit everybody on who's not in a programme for the title or a main storyline feud on SmackDown and I just think it's good to enhance talent like Bailey now she's on a losing streak right she's like lost two or three matches since, since she lost to Sasha well, what AEW do, they have AEW Dark, which is basically the main event or superstars, like, you know, is, is the YouTube show. It's basically for underutilized talent or main talent who can't get onto Dynamite, because again, that's on your two hour show, you can't know, fit so many people on, on the show and the product. Some people are rocking up, like, Scorpio Sky, he's one of the best AEW talents they have. He's like a Shelton Benjamin and Ricochet mixed together. He's fucking fantastic. He's part of SCU with Christopher Daniels and Frankie Gazarian, two experienced guys. But he's not always on AEW, but he's on Dark, earning wins. And in AEW, they have a, a record. So if Scorpio Sky was just on AEW Dynamite and they didn't have the ranking system on Dark, he'd be like, his win-loss record this week would be like 5-1-1, 1-5-drone-1 and, one, one, and lost-1. But because he's on dark, he's like he's won twenty six, drawn two and lost three. At least his record looks better. I think, oh hang on. He could go for the T N T title, which is the division of the Carter title, the mid Carter title. You know, maybe they they could do that. So at least if Bailey goes on that uh, show before SmackDown, you know, uh starts here, the Superstars again, main event, whatever you want to call it, um, she can fight, um, I don't know, Naomi or Natalia or or uh, you know with Billy Kay or an enhancement talent to get uh, even though they haven't got a record in the we win-loss record but they could make Bailey look more sustainable because do you know any debut monster like Ryback and Nia Jax and all these big show and all these big people or tough people they have them against jobbers they, for like six weeks straight like you know to make them and Braun Strowman you know to make him look good you know or Braun Strowman versus Kyle Jones from Booker T's in School and he destroys him in like a minute well they can do that on main event slash superstars wherever you want again you want to call, call, call a show you can do that for Bailey to gain her thing back up saying oh look I, I've beaten six people in, in a row where's my fucking title shot again but they don't and it you may, it may say Dow you know, why do you care so much if some people don't get on TV because at the moment with COVID-19 if AEW have got it right with Dark Dark has about ten matches on it and it's only like an hour and a half show on YouTube but what they do the matches are short but at least I don't know Christopher Daniels versus um uh what's his name no, I, I, I can't I can't get any. Uh, orange cassidy for example right and they can't get on dynamite because they haven't got a food at least they can say my got one more win to my record because any aw wins and losses matter i got another win to my record i've actually traveled to the show because it's COVID. some people like bailey bailey lives in california she has to travel to florida every week right right just think about that for a minute now California, Southern California, by the way, is the opposite side of the fucking country to Florida. She has to make that thing every week. Sometimes she may go to SmackDown. She may not be, be used. She was used when she was the champion because she had a title and a big storyline. Now she has a small food with Bianca Bellet. But that's not for the title. So one week they could have something for her and go, ah, you, you, you know what, actually, uh, yeah, we haven't got anything for you. And she's traveled all the way from fucking Southern California. like That's like a 3,000 mile trip, right? if, if not more. And yeah, it's what they pay to do, but come on, because it's in Orlando, Florida, the, the, the W where they tape the shows from the Thunderdome. Come on, like, innit? It's a bit fucking petty, innit? I think it is anyway. I think it's silly. I think it's stupid. But that's just me. Um, Yeah, so enough about me talking about people again on shows. I'm talking a bit too, too much now. Um, yeah, so Smackdown, again, chop to bottom. Brilliant, even Billy Kay. Billy Kay, do you know? All right, they should not luster up the iconics because I love Pe- Pe- Peyton Royce, is my gem. I love Bailey, but Peyton Royce is my gem. Okay, and I'm a little fan of Liv Morgan after watching um Liv Morgan's documentary on WWE Network. Um, I feel sorry for her. I did, I-, I love Liv Morgan now. I think she's better, and I like the way she presents herself. And it's her documentary just goes to show. that that we haven't got let me start again that we always haven't got something for you like I said with the Bailey, you know um, Liv Morgan was about to fight Emma Moon in the dark match before Smackdown in like the summer of 2019 because she did that thing with Charlotte Flair you know saying I ain't gonna come back real or whatever after she lost to her in the summer of 2019 and she died today Um, it was 30 seconds before she went to go through the the curtain and um, Doc Doc Hendrix, that's his fucking old, old, old name. Michael Hayes came through, said, no, stop the mat. No, you're not going through the, the curtain. And Liv's like, oh, come on, shut up, Michael. I'm joking, even. No, it's all that, meant. No. And she's like, the referee's in the ring. The referee just walked down to the ring for us to come out. Our endless music have started. Why are you telling us this now? Like, why? Well, you know, this is stupid, like. And they go, like, oh, we don't want you to reveal your character yet. You know, we might have something for you, but no, you're not wrestling. So bear in mind now, she got, she drove there back when it wasn't COVID and fans, she drove there from her house, which is a few, few hundred miles, right? She got ready, she got dressed, she had her makeup done, she had her hair done. She was 30 seconds before her music was about to hit in this before Smackdown started, a dark match, because they normally have a dark match before Smackdown, see where, where, when there's a crowd, to warm up, up the crowd. Her and Emma Moon, best friends, about to go through the curtain, and Michael Hayes says, no, you're not going out, no, 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 stop, stop, stop. And you're like, really? The referee's already in the ring. You fucking kidding me. How fucking sad and bad is that? I know things happen. I know it's life, things change on the whim, especially we. but come on. That's taking the fucking piss. But if Morgan's documentary has made me like her more, if they do more documentaries about every single star on that roster, I like them better. Because sometimes you don't always know why. Like, when I watched the Bailey documentary, um, a night of champions, she, she got taken off the fucking um, show and they were like, well, why has she been taken off the sofa? Like, she, has she got COVID? Is, is she bad? Is she injured? Is she whatever? But her stepdad passed away, but we didn't know that. We just assumed that she might have COVID or they fucking changed their mind again. We didn't know that. So I'd like to, to, to do a 24 or a chronicle on every superstar, because at least then we can get a story behind what's going on in their lives. And with Liv Morgan, as much as I knew about her, half the stuff i already knew on the documentary but some of the stuff i'm like wow right guys there's two um there's three big bikes c- c- coming past me soon so if there's a, a noise i do apologize um but no it was insane um a- anyway back to smackdown I, m- I might leave it a second because there's um, gonna gonna be a few bikes pa- past me now it's gonna be a noise so i do apologize in, in actually advance so give me a, a second guys Okay. Not they're not bikes they fucking what are they called them them four wheelers? You know what I mean, do not you? But SmackDown was a um, very good show. Yeah. Uh, started off with a trip to the Pat, Pat Patterson with a bit of all the roster. Yeah, with all of the actual roster on the ramp. And Michael Cole and Cody Graves did the Ten Bell Salute, and you know the, that's what he, he, he deserved. You know Pat, Pat Patterson deserved that. You know he deserves the fucking best because he was a legend. He was the first ever Intercontinental Champion. Um, he, he started the Royal Rumble. He was his idea for the Royal R- R- Rumble. Um, he was he was amazing. Pat Patterson. He did a lot. You know he helped all the, all the guys when they started. You know he's always in Physic Man's corner. Uh, Daniel Bryan said on a recent interview uh, the other night after SmackDown, he said, "If it were for Pat Pad, he said I might not have got rehired." He was in my corner, and they rehired me after they sacked me in 2010. And I was like, "Fucking hell!" Like, you know what I mean? It's like people don't understand. They say, "Oh, he's old, wrestler. he's dead, no who cares." Trust me these old wrestlers who died who, who people don't care they have a lot of reputation they have history they are legendary status they're icons like Sting if Sting wasn't an icon he wouldn't be on a paycheck in AEW right now you paved the way it's like anything in life if you do fantastic in your job you get respected well most places do you know what I mean so Smackdown started off with a table salute but has not deserved it uh, and that Johnny, Car- uh, that Johnny Cash song uh, sorry that Frank Sinatra song I did it my, my, my way one of his favorite artist and it was done to perfection. So, and then Roman Reigns come, comes out. He tells you, "So there'll be consequences." Kevin Owens comes out and said, "Look, I don't really care. I want to fight you right now. But if you want to fight me right now, I'll fight you at TLC." And Roman Reigns said, "The only reason why I'm not going to fight you now is because there's a lady in the ring. Because Kayla Braxton's in the ring. Because she went to interview Roman Reigns, but Paul Heyman took over." Kevin Owens said, "Look," he said, "the way you treat your family is crap." And you're just a bitch. The Roman Reigns, I was like, fucking hell, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, in anyway, we were saying that the Roman Reigns, fucking hell. I don't know. i It feels special. owens and rings to me feel special. I don't know how. I don't know why it just does. It's just the, the exception to the rule, I, I guess. And backstage, this is what I did. Right, I'm gonna say this now, right? Kevin Owens is backstage saying, you know, I got a tag team match night with Ortiz against Jay and Roman. And out of nowhere, Kalisto comes out of the fucking door. <laughs> Sorry. And he comes out with a fucking hat hat on, which had a strange name and Kevin said, Oh. Hi Kalisto. alright? He goes, yeah. He said, Why are you wearing that Summon Summon hat? And he goes, What's a summon summon hat? He goes, I think on yeah." he goes, Oh, I don't know. And he goes back in and I was like, What the f- was that about <laughs> i mean come on i don't know if i took some drugs and i was like what the fuck is going on that's most randomest angle ever now i know he got kalisto on tv and he's a you know a talented luchador if that gets him on tv fine but at least make it make sense like what the fuck was that about if kleisto's like gimmick is going to be random funny stupid guy saying dropping in like billy Kay in, in, in a way you know what i mean like just dropping in and saying random stuff in if it gets him on tv if they can't have him in the ring but at least make it make sense. Like, what are you in that for? Don't know. Okay, ta <laughs> What the fuck was that about? Anyway, Otis comes in screen and Tonight, Kevin. You know, I don't know if I trust you because you turn on all your partners and you're like, Otis, this guy's been like a baby face for like a year 18 months. Like, he ain't gonna fucking turn yet. He's fucking roll Roman Reigns. He's not gonna turn heel yet. Why we turn heel on you leading up to his match with Roman Reigns? Doesn't make any sense. I mean, I guess to get an edge to make him look like a badass, but then always is gonna turn heel, which they ain't gonna do yet. They've changed always his character a little bit." but he's not going to turn heel yet. He's going to be that badass face for the next fuck six months or so. And then, then he'll turn probably WrestleMania because he's ready to give that edge to him. Um, so yeah, so that was a strange fucking little segment. Bailey versus Natalia with Bianca Belay on commentary. I thought Bailey would win by the skin of her teeth by a roll-up and gloat into Bianca Bailey on commentary. I was wrong barely tapped out to the sharpshooter against italia which pisses me off because italia normally loses even though she's the most winningest woman in WWE history which she is because she's been no fair play to her she's been in it for fucking 15 years on the main roster so she's about a lot of wins because she's been on most of the pay per views and rose smackdowns and nxts I, I, I suppose but and superstars on that so they rack up the wins on there but she beat bailey and i was like you fucking cunts why is bailey losing to fucking natalia and bailey would probably lose to bianca belly in this food because bianca belly needs to be needs to be prover, and vince likes bianca belly so she's bound to win the food so at least give bailey a win but they pissed me off a bit like natalia beats bailey i know natalia is like a legend and experienced person but still you know she can lose as much as she wins if she wants but not against bailey fucking bastards and bianca belly on country was like I'm going to kick her ass because I'm the EST. I'm not a fan of this EST crap. I know she's good. I know she's good in the ring. I know she's the best she's the fastest, the worst, the best, whatever. But I don't know. She's too, hey girlfriend. Like without being racial, she's too African-American gangster for me and I, I'm not a fan of that crap. But she's a good talent. She can go in the ring uh Montes Ford are married. because people didn't know Montes Ford from the Street Profits. they both highly talented. Good couple, good married couple. But I'm sorry, her gimmick the est event the est the best the fastest the toughest it's not for me but i respect your character work and i hope she wins some things um then because of pat patterson's passing away the former first in champion they had a former they had a six-man tag match all in champion special tribute to pat patterson it was biggie who's got brand new music and, and graphics which is about fucking time so now you could officially say he's left the new day kind of He's, he, he's on his own He's still got the same ring gear But I think in time That'll slowly change as well It was Big E Daniel Bryan And Rey Mysterio The, the faces Versus Ziggler Sami Zayn The Intercontinental Champion And Shinsuke Nakamura Now They could have had Bobby Roode and Cesaro In this match as well I mean, like an 8 man Like a 10 man tag I'm sure they could have found Twin Intercontinental Champions On Smackdown You know, just to round it off. Anyway, anyway, the baby faces get the win. Pretty good six-man tag team match. Um, Daniel Bryan gets the small package on Sami Zayn because small package Pat Patterson used as well as his his finisher before as his finisher. So, that was a little homage to Pat Pat Patterson, which was cool. Very good at entertaining match. After match, all the baby faces do their finishes on Dolph Ziggler because he was acting like a, a dick, basically. Then we had a Sasha Banks versus uh, Sasha Banks Carmella thing backstage with the picture, picture like next to each other in different rooms. Uh, um, Sasha Banks comes across as a heel still. I'm sorry, like, but she does. She comes across cocky. Carmella came across as a, as a stupid fucking baby shit, crappy heel. Anyway, look, I'm not into this. I like Sasha, but they both come across as heels, even though Sasha supposed to be a baby face. I didn't really enjoy this. Really, I think the match could be okay, but. Ugh. I don't know Basically it was like Sasha said I'm the best I've won all the titles I've been in good foods I've been good rivalries I'm a good superstar I'm the boss And coming, I was like Yeah I skipped ahead of you In NXT I suppose In a way I became the first Two time man in the bank I became former Spartan champion I didn't put as much effort in it, uh, As you did Because I'm better than you Basically that's what it is And I was like Oh fuck you know They They've they got to give Sasha Banks Some more baby face tendencies I know she's the boss And she's come across As a badass But I don't know I just didn't like this really. So that's uh, Murphy and Corbin. Now I like this. I love Murphy. I think his in-ring work is good. His character maybe not so much. Oh, re- and reverse our round. I love Baron Corbin. I always have the King Corbin crap. Mm, Getting a bit old now. Getting a bit old. Maybe losing now because um, the former Forgotten Sons. Uh, Wesley Blake and Brandon Cutler. Sorry, Steve Cutler. It's not Brandon Cutler. He's in aid. be my bad. Steve Cutler, for me of Forgotten Sons. Jackson Riker, the guy made a Trump tweet Fucking in about six months ago he's been in all trouble since that they haven't used him but it weren't these guys fault they've just aligned with him on tv as part of a group now they got they were wearing a smart suits and a hoodie which doesn't make any sense but they're in the corner of corbin because against murphy because murphy got mysterio and dominic so it i think we can have a few six-man tag team match foods with these guys it's nice to see them back on tv they forgotten sons um interesting to see where they go with baron corbin and this finisher the um End of days on Murphy looked fucking fantastic. Um, To me, the past two weeks, the Mysterio seems like heels to me. They kept interrupting the match last week with Baron Corbin. And I was like, three baby faces are attacking Baron Corbin, who, okay, he's a dick, but he hasn't done anything to justify why they're picking on him. Like, like he came across as, in my eyes, logically, he came across as a baby face because three faces were trying to crop him up from the ropes And I was like, this is stupid. But now he's got backup. Which, which is good, Brandon Cutler. Sorry, Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake. Bit of history as if you guys. Wesley Blake and Murphy and Buddy Murphy were tag team champions in, in, in NXT. So they, they, they were the, with Alexa Bliss back in NXT. That's, that's what made them. And they, they were a fantastic tag team. They were really, really good. Murphy was more the athletic one. Blake was more the, the rough and tough powerhouse. But if you put them together, they do look a lot alike. Um, yes, yeah, so this is an, an interesting twist with uh, Blake working against Murphy, which, you know, they'll bring up in commentary soon enough. Um, yeah, so I enjoyed it. Baron Corbin wins. End of days, is fantastic. Uh, Bianca Belair backstage informed Bailey that uh, she is the BES and Bailey said, no, I am the BES, I'm the best, I'm the longest reigning SmackDown Women's Champion ever, I've had, you know, I've won this, I've won that, and Bianca Bailey said, well, I knew you, let's go right here, right now, and Bailey said, I've just had a match with talent, my back hurts, I'll see you soon. (laughs) Typical heel crap by Bailey, you know, but that's just the way it is, isn't it? She's a heel. Um, Kevin Owens and Otis versus Roman Reigns and JJ Uso. Now, it was a 2 1 match at the beginning. Roman Reigns did his usual shtick. Didn't come out, let um, Jey Uso fight Owens and Otis on his own. Not a bad 2 1 handicap match, I suppose. I don't know why the faces didn't come away sooner, because come on, they baby faces. But I thought, oh, this is um, Jey Uso's punishment for losing the Survivor Series and that, and you know, whatever, having a 2 1 match. Um, when Owens got the advantage over Jey Uso, they both down. Uh, Roman Reigns c- 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 comes out. Um, Jey Uso didn't tag him. Then Roman Reigns just flips his lid, jumps over the rope. Superman punches Otis who's standing on the apron because he's not the legal man. Kevin Owens and Jey Uso were in the ring. I think Jey give Owens a and drop. So that took him out. They both lying down in the ring. On the outside after Roman Reigns, Superman punches Otis. He smacks his head against the announce table, punches him, smacks his head against the announce table again. Throws him into the steps and then he destroys him with the steps about six, seven times in the face and on the chest. So now is a 2-1 handicap match. Um, Owens hits the stunner on Jey Uso, gets the two count. Roman Reigns breaks, breaks up the pin. Reigns and Jey Uso smash Owens. Uh, the match goes to a no contest, a, a DQ. Kevin Owens wins by DQ. Jey Uso and Roman Reigns destroy Owens with a chair multiple times with a chair, look quite nasty. And then as soon as Jey Uso turned his back, Roman Reigns beat the fuck into Jey Uso with, with, with the steel chair because that was his penance. That was that was his comeuppance. That, that was his, you know, you know that that, that was it. I thought they the on one match w- w- was his comeuppance, but. Rings just destroyed him with a chair. I was like, fuck now, this is brutal. This, this, this is manic, like, this, this is incredible, like. But, uh, yeah, yeah, so, not, 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 not about twisting the tail There, Smackdown goes off here with Roman Reigns looking like the mean motherfucker he is. And I, I love it. Like I said at the start, I love Roman Reigns. I think he's fucking brilliant. I think they've done it perfectly. Uh, all hail the tribal chief, because if, if you don't, guys, he will come out and kill you. He will find you and kill you. Roman Reigns right now, uh, alongside Kevin Owens, uh, are my two favourite guys in WWE at the moment I'm fucking loving it um, Yeah And let, let's hope this food is good And So the match for TLC is going to be a TLCC match I thought it would be a chair match Because all the all chairs being used But I think even though it will be a TLCC match I think the ladder won't be used much I think chairs will be used a lot And maybe a few tables But I think chairs are the main aspect Because someone said the other day Who's going to have the Chase match? It's like Roman and fucking Owens and The food's been built on chairs the past three weeks TLC match it is though like I said, can't see Roman and Owens using the ladder much. Owens probably will. Roman won't because it's not his wheelhouse. Owens will probably do a pile drive on the ladder or power on the ladder n- n- knowing Owens because he loves a good ladder match that do Owens. I think Reigns will retain, but I think it's going to be a, a good feud. so. Um, and they show footage of um, Otis being taken to the back end, like on the after thing. You know, o- Otis looked quite beat up. I don't know if that's them writing him off TV for the time being. I don't know i don't know why they actually done that but uh yeah so i don't i, I don't really know what's going on there so yeah that was a smackdown review guys i do apologize i went on for a fucking long time um war games tonight i'm looking forward to it i gotta be honest with you i don't think i'm gonna watch it because i've got a job do tomorrow about our past two but i need my sleep only now the past three days my sleeping is getting back to normal I might watch it tomorrow. I might slip and watch it. I might watch it partly, but I'm going to manage to watch it because I know there's going to be some bumps in that match, especially NXT. There's going to be some big moves in that match. There's going to be some all my God moments. And like I said the other day, I'm not going to name any matches the year until the year is out and all the shows are finished because, no, my luck, it'll be a fantastic match at the end of the year. So so thank you, guys. I'm sorry I rambled on for a long time. I'm just a bit passionate about wrestling. Um, take care ofselves and each other, guys. I appreciate everybody tuning in. Again, I've had great reviews. Um, and yeah, I'm writing a RAW review now, like I mentioned for Retro WWE One. Give them a follow on Twitter and Instagram, and for Facebook if you like. Um, yeah, I'm doing a RAW review starting this Tuesday after this week's RAW, and if it goes well, I might do a SmackDown one as well. Or if I rather SmackDown, they told me I can just do a SmackDown one, which I don't know yet. I'll see how, how this week pans out. See what happens. I do like SmackDown more more than RAW, so I may go to SmackDown, but. Rose along the show, so we'll see uh, how I can manage to cram it all in. And if you can be also so kind, guys, um, when I do publish the, the raw review this week, I'll send you a link. And if you can go and read it, I'll much appreciate it. So, till then, take care of yourselves and each other. Thank you for tuning in. Wash your face, wash your hands, wa- 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 wash your ass, and respect and love everybody around you. Take care, guys. Bye bye.